So what's next for a new believer? I wish I had these keys because really it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I've accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I'm ready to commit to Christ. I'm ready to commit to what God has for me. But what's next? And I will never forget my journey in my first few years in really surrender and really trying to fulfill God's calling in my life. And I'm going to tell y'all, just based on my testimony, it wasn't a sudden surrendering to Jesus. It took over a year to really fully decide and wanting to commit to Christ. And I think everyone's testimony is different. People grew up in church and they're like, I'm ready to rededicate my life to Christ. 20 years later, 30 years later, something had to happen for people to shift. And as we're talking about what to do next for new believers, this might also be for somebody that is like, I'm just willing to rededicate my life. I've been a Christian my whole life. You might've been lukewarm. You might've gotten to the point where you're like, you know what? I've been playing church, but I'm ready to commit and really study and know who Jesus is for myself. I'm ready to develop a real relationship with Christ for myself. Today, as we talk about these 11 keys, I'm gonna leave you guys with some resources. There's so much with the podcast, the tube, and just a lot of different resources that us at Simply Uncaged that we want to be able to provide for the body of Christ. Our whole mission is to really reignite that that fire that people once had. So I know God has been using us in this house. If you guys didn't know, we have a store out here in Las Vegas, a Christian store. A lot of people come in, in and out of that house. We meet a lot of great people all the time, people that fly into Vegas and supernaturally find us. A lot of great testimonies. And it just shows me that people that have grown up or get to know God, where they're really at. And to be able to carry that mantle and that vision and that mission, even on my life with what God has blessed me with and graced me with, and none of this would have been without the Lord and just his mercy on my life. Carrying that mantle, y'all, let me just share. It's a big calling. So it allows us to also check ourselves and especially myself with where my relationship with God is. And it's not always easy. It's not always looking perfect, but it's just, I'm willing to surrender. I'm willing to give it up to the Lord day by day. And God has corrected me. God has rebuked me, but he loves me so much. He loves you so much. And the Bible says, he who he loves, he corrects. He who he rebukes, he corrects. And a father chastens his children. And that chastening, which is not always fun, but it's needed. It's needed so that when we decide to deny ourselves, pick up that cross to follow Jesus and his teachings as his disciples, there's discipline, right? There's discipline, discipline and discipleship go hand in hand. So today, as we're talking to new believers, welcome if you're a new believer, God bless you. You're probably just uh, tapping in and just wondering what's next for me? What's next for my journey? Just know everybody's journey is different. And you're not always comparing your chapter one to someone else's chapter 23, right? Focus on the Lord. Focus for what Jesus has. I always talk about this uh, microwave Christianity, right? Like this, we want an instant gratification. It doesn't happen like that. That's not how the the Lord works. And it's going to be a constant battle of your flesh and the spirit. The spirit and the flesh are constantly warring against each other. It says in Galatians 5. The spirit wants to glorify God. The flesh wants to glorify self. And it's a constant battle of denying myself. 2 Corinthians 5.17, if any person's in Christ, they're a new creature, a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, you're a brand new person, a brand new creature. 
And just being able to let go of the old, to, to be that new person, it's a process. It takes time and it's a daily walk. Just let God work on you. Have patience. Know there's a process to it. And as I give you guys these 11 keys, that process will increase. It will be, I don't want to say easy, but it'll be a lot more uh, strength to be able to overcome when the flesh tries to creep in, when the devil's attacking, when temptation comes from friends and family, and you're going to have to cut off from uh, relationships that don't no longer serve you because they don't like the person that you're becoming that is getting closer to God. This is real, y'all. A lot of people that I've ministered to, even in my own life, this is happening to people all the time, all across the body of Christ. Isaiah 43, it says, to not remember the former things, nor the things of old, but behold, I will do a brand new thing. I will make rivers in the desert and roads in the wilderness. What does this mean? We have to not remember the things of old, the former things, but we have to be able to allow God to do a brand new thing. And in order for God to do a brand new thing, I have to let go of the old. Let me just encourage y'all. The new you is going to cost the old you. The new you is going to cost the old you. There is a price to pay. And that price is the old version of you so that you can step into the new version of you. And I'm telling y'all, it is a process. If you haven't listened to the pod and what we just shared and what I've shared about the purpose in ministry and the process of being a true disciple of Christ, go back and listen to those because those are going to help you on your journey and really encourage you. So as I talk about these 11 keys for new believers, I'll just kind of talk, uh, share them right now. And I'll kind of break down a little bit of each, leave you guys with a Bible scripture. And I pray that you guys stay constant because there's so much we can go with just all of these bullet points. But I promise you, it's going to keep you on the right track in righteousness, holiness, reverence towards God in the narrow path, and to be able to really be a true follower, not just a fan of Jesus. Amen. So what's next for believers? What is next for believers? Let me just talk about these 11 keys. Number one is you got to read the book of John, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Start off with the four books in the New Testament. Number two, study and find out who Jesus is according to the Holy Bible. Number three, study who you are in Christ according to the Holy Bible. Number four, study who the Holy Spirit is according to the Holy Bible. Five, study about prayer according to the Holy Bible. Six, listen to worship music and surrender all worldly music. Might be hard for y'all, but this is part of the, the keys that we're talking about. Seven, pray every day. Pray daily. Eight, fast. Okay. Suggestions are 21 day soul fast. I have a video explaining more about that on this channel. Maybe do a three day no food fast if you're capable of uh, with your physical body or as the Lord leads you. Okay. So you must fast. So we did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight is fast. Nine, get baptized in water and in the Holy Spirit. There's a difference between water baptism and Holy Spirit baptism. We did full long episodes on baptism on this podcast, almost an hour long. So check those out. So number nine is get baptized in water and the Holy Spirit. 10, attend regularly, biblically based, spirit filled and led Bible studies. Attend regularly, okay? Get fed by others that are good shepherds and good teachers that are teaching sound doctrine. That's why we put biblically-based, spirit-filled, 
and spirit-led Bible studies. And last point number day, uh, last point today, number 11, is to ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to a local church that is biblically based, spirit-filled, and led by the Holy Spirit. It's a mouthful. Attend church regularly once the Lord leads you to a home church. Wow. So good. Again, you might not find your home church right away, but wherever God has you in this season, just know God desires for us to be planted so we can grow and bear fruit. If you're not planted, deeply rooted, how are you going to be able to withstand storms? But also, how are you going to be able to bear fruit? So we must be able to bear fruit. So let's quickly talk about all these points. Again, this is a great and healthy <laughs> types of keys that we, we should have, but just an all-around, well-rounded believer. And I'm let me just share with y'all, I'm still doing this today. I think this is something that's just not once you're a new believer. This is a daily practice for all this. Mastering the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. And we said John, Matthew, Mark, and Luke first because you want to start off with the book of John. Anybody that's getting started, the book of John, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever shall believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life. John 1.1, 1, 1, in the beginning was a word and the word was with God and the word was God. You just get to really know who Jesus is. And then you start going through the books, Matthew, Mark, Luke. We actually just launched recently our 50 days breakfast with Jesus, 15 minutes every morning. You go through the New Testament. There's a Bible plan on John, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. We're going through it in 50 days and it's great. You know, and if you can't go in the pace that we're sharing it, because there's some days where it's like two, two chapters, be led by the Holy Spirit. Go at your own pace. But this is a way to challenge us. And then there's questions to be able to answer at the end. And a lot of these questions, I didn't even know. <laughs> so I'm learning a lot myself going through it. So read book, the book of John, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And I don't tell new believers to start off with Genesis. I'll never forget a new believer is like, hey, RC, I started in the book of Genesis. It was great. And then as I started getting deeper into it, I started to get confused. It was getting a little weird. I wasn't understanding. I said, no, don't start with Genesis. Start with the book of John in the New Testament, study the life of Jesus. And that goes into number two, which is to study to find out who Jesus is according to the Holy Bible. You must know who Jesus is for yourself. That's a bar. Not the Jesus of America, American Christianity, which doesn't have a great rap around it. Not the Jesus that other people that used to be a Christian or used to be in the faith or used to be in church tells you. May Jesus Christ reveal himself to you. And the only way to do that is praying, asking the Holy Spirit to guide you before you get into the scriptures and then reading the scriptures for yourself and let revelation pour in, okay? So that goes with studying who Jesus is, studying who Christ is, who we are in Christ according to the Holy Bible. So I gotta know who I am. There's something big about identity that the enemy attacks all the time. Why? Because we were made in God's image. So the enemy is going to attack the very thing that God created us within his image. So he always attacks our identity. That's why you must know who you are in Christ, all right? And we'll do a lot of bigger studies on this. Just search the channel and you'll find a lot of great teachings on this or all around, a lot of great people that teach about this. Study who the Holy Spirit is according to the Holy Bible. You must know the Holy Spirit so you know how you could operate and how the Holy Spirit operates and moves in its gifting, in the way that it speaks, in the way that the wisdom, the Holy Spirit of truth imparts upon us, okay? So studying who the Holy Spirit is according to the Holy Bible. Lots of great teachings out there on the Holy Spirit. May the Lord share and teach and guide you on Holy Spirit teaching. We have a lot of great uh, 
foundational Holy Spirit teachings too. And then study about prayer according to the Bible. Prayer is so important, right? It's funny, you're either prayerless or you're, 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 when you're prayerless, you're powerless. So if you're prayerful, you're powerful in the spirit. Prayer is like the oxygen for the believer. Okay, prayer is how we communicate to God. It's that incense that gets lifted up into the atmosphere. So prayer is very, very important. And just getting to know how to pray. If you look in the New Testament, Jesus' disciples never ask, Lord, teach us how to preach. And Jesus never taught them how to preach. Okay, everyone wants to preach, but do you have a powerful prayer life? Jesus did teach his disciples, though, how to pray. So prayer is very important because even Jesus taught his own disciples how to pray. Listen to worship music. Praise the Lord. Surrender to all worldly music. I know it's hard to give up worldly music and your own custom. Again, remember what I said. The new you is going to cost the old you. So to die to the old self so that the new you, the new creature, the new creation in Christ starts to really evolve, rise up. You must listen to worship music over worldly music. Guard your ear gates. Guard your eye gates. Guard your soul. Okay, because that's what the enemy is going to use to try to influence you to go back into the world. Surrender it all. I know it's a bold statement. It may be hard at first, but it's okay. God is with you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Next is to pray daily. Pray every day. Speak to God. It's not. It doesn't have to be like long prayers of scripture. Like you might not always know scripture. God isn't looking at how many scriptures you've memorized. God is looking at your heart. And all it is is just me sitting in my car and just talking to the Lord. Father, thanks for today. What's going on? You know, where do you want me? What's what's good? You know, it's just like just talking to him. God hears. The, The Bible says he hears the cries of the righteous and many afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers us from them all. So whatever you're going through, whether you're in a good mood, bad mood, not so great, didn't wake up on the right side of the bed, you might be getting attacked. Ask the Lord, speak to God, and I promise you, He shows up, he hears, and he'll start shifting things. He'll start moving. There's something powerful about prayer that allows us to be aligned in God's will. And prayer isn't a thing where we just negotiate and start telling God how we want to live and how we want to move. That's not what prayer does. It doesn't change God's will. That's not what prayer does. It allows us to be in aligned with God's will. So God already has a perfect, sovereign, ultimate will. But what prayer does is it allows us to be aligned in his will. Okay? Fast. Fasting, there's a lot of interesting things around fasting that people have heard, what they think about it. Again, there's different types of fast. We have a lot of great uh, videos on it. I have a great playlist around fasting. Um, But we have a 21-day soul fast. We have uh, a lot of different resources to help you guys on that. But also a three-day no food fast if you're able to do that. And whatever types of fast, maybe a Daniel fast, like just a fruits and veggies, you guys can look up. There's a lot of great teachings on the Daniel fast. As the Lord leads you. Okay, as the Lord is leading you. Get baptized in water in the Holy Spirit. You don't have to rush this, but we really encourage it. If there's a moment where you just feel led and you feel pressed to want to baptize yourself, and all that baptism is, is that total immersion. Again, I did almost an hour of teaching between two podcasts on baptism, water baptism, Holy Spirit baptism, when you should get baptized, why you should even get baptized, and the benefits of baptism. Just know what you're publicly proclaiming that, Hey, I'm giving my life to Christ publicly because of a private decision I've made. But there's so much more significance in a spiritual uh, discernment type of level 
where, yes, water baptism, but also being baptized in the Holy Spirit. And there's a difference. So I pray you get baptized in the Holy Spirit. You get that encounter with God and you get the infilling and man, you're just on fire for the Lord. Okay. A lot of great teachings around that. Attend regularly, biblically based, spirit filled and led Bible studies. I've been in Bible studies every week for the last five years. I've rarely missed. The only times I missed is when I went on uh, emergency trips a couple times. And I probably only missed like three or four services in the last uh, five years of my walk with the Lord. Three to four. I don't even think that much, to be honest. Like, And I, I think there were like emergencies. So what I'm sharing is just attending Bible studies regularly, getting fed, even when you don't feel like it, but you know you can make it, get into the house of the Lord. Even if you got to drag yourself there, get into the house of the Lord. I promise you, God will speak. Just surrender. May he pour in. And I pray you leave those places transformed. And maybe you entered in heavy. I pray it's a Holy Spirit filled, biblically based Bible study. Because when you leave that place, you'll feel a lot more lighter in Jesus name, right? So attend regularly. Okay. And the last one, number 11 is ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to the to a local church that is biblically based. I know a lot of people that still haven't found a home church after years and they're desiring. I believe with the internet, God can also bring us into the right online services, but also I'm really big on the local church and I'm sure the Lord will show you. There's a lot of great churches all across the nation. I'm, and I believe it. I believe by faith, there's a lot of great spirit filled churches all across the nation. And I'm sure you'll find one. If not, maybe you're from like a small town, not really around there. A lot of legalism, a lot of uh, religious folks out there. Just pray that the Lord does a mighty shift. And you might have to fast. That's what fasting's for, that clarity, that wisdom. And take it day by day. Okay, there's seasons to it. So ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to a local church that is biblically based, spirit-filled, and led by the Holy Spirit. Attend church regularly once the Lord leads you to a home church. The Holy Spirit will reveal to you when you know, okay, is this really a place that God wants me to be planted? And you'll just know. I promise if you guys go through these keys, you will know if this place is a place that God wants you to sow into. It might not be forever or for the rest of your life, but maybe for a season or seasons to come, just be able to surrender to God and trust the process that the Lord has placed you in. Amen. I'll put the keys in the description, in the show notes to all these. I'll link a few different resources below as well. I'd start off with our breakfast with Jesus. That's a great one. But also I want to be able to lead you guys with a quick verse in Psalm 27. And it says this in verse 11. This is Psalm 27, verse 11. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries for false witnesses have risen against me and such as breathe out violence. The closer you get to the cross, the more, <laughs> the more angrier the devil gets, okay? Demons start to manifest because you start to talk about God. You're excited about God. Don't let these people discourage you because of your relationship with Jesus. Let me just share that. It's big. Verse 13, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Now, remember, this is in the book of Psalm, the Psalmist David, right? Verse 14, as we're closing out, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. When you can wait on God, nothing moves you. The stress doesn't move you. The overwhelm doesn't move you. The doubt doesn't even move you. It says, wait on the Lord and he shall strengthen your heart. May God strengthen your heart 
when you wait and sit patiently on him. Patience is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's something I always continue to develop and God continues to do brand new things as we surrender. I hope this encouraged y'all. Again, I'll drop all the resources below. Maybe you know somebody that's a new believer and just needs these keys, these steps. Feel free to share this video with them. Share this episode in the podcast with them. I pray you be blessed, y'all. Tap in. Thanks for being here, family. God bless you so much. And again, this isn't just for new believers. This can be for a lot of y'all that are rededicating your life. Or maybe you're just looking to rebuild and get deeper with God. These are great foundations to build off of. Amen. Trust the process. God is there. I promise you, he will never leave us nor forsake us. Just want to encourage y'all. Wait on the Lord and he will strengthen your heart. Be blessed, family. God bless in Jesus' name. Bye-bye.